Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back, guys. Morning. How you doing? Hello. Great weekend. Yeah. It was weekend. quick, wasn't it? It felt very fast. Oh, yeah. And now we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Good to be back at work so we can finally relax. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have going on? What's happening? Jen's back tomorrow. Yes. Uh, Bob Barker passed away over the weekend. I did do a double so take sad. when I got that alert. I was like, what? What? Did you think he was already dead? No, I knew he was Still really alive. old, though. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Came as close as he could to 100 without going over. Got to give him that. Steve Harvey uh, is blaming, blaming a staffer for a tweet about unfunny comedians. Uh, we'll explain what that mess is all about. And a handful of other stuff. Uh, oh, and uh, Drea DiMaggio from The Sopranos. You remember her? Yeah, she was on Desperate Housewives, too. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Adriana was her name on yeah. The Sopranos. Anyway, she's on OnlyFans, so we have a lot to get you caught up on. A lot of things happening in people's world. It's all next. Tim is not yet. We're still waiting. Waiting for your OnlyFans, Tim. Right. Okay, I'll get it. That I'll, we know of. I'll we don't know going. if he's on there or not. I'm not. Jen's been kind of pushing him a little bit. Yes, she has. Let's <laughs> check the roads. We got Denise Johnson. So first E-News today is coming up after the break. Denise has your traffic in the meantime. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Oh, my God. We got so much Bob Barker stuff. Let's start with that. I know. How sad. This happened Saturday. We learned that uh, Price is Right legend Bob Barker passed away of natural causes. He was 99 Years old. 99. And if I saw it once, I saw it a thousand, I saw it 99 times that he got as close as he could to 100 without going uh, go over. A little Price is Right reference there for anybody who yes. watched the show. One dollar, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> that was my other favorite Price is Right reference. Yeah. So I guess he started, t- he worked in radio for forever, which I didn't even know that. But he, uh, after that, went to a game show called Truth or Consequences, Truth or Consequences. In 1956, and he stayed there until 1975 when he started with The Price is Right. I love that he got his start in radio, though. I do, too. I had no idea. I wonder if there's any, like... That's where I got my start. (laughs) 
We're still waiting for you to boom. We're still trying to start. <laughs> Do you think there's like old clips of him out there doing his radio stuff, though? How cool would that Probably. be to hear? I don't know. Let me look. Yeah. Go on here, see there, what I, can I mean, find. what kind? I wonder, like, what kind of radio did he do? <laughs> I have no idea. But he hosted uh, The Price is Right until 2007. That's when he finally retired from there, which is crazy that because that seems like way too long ago. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it feels like he retired recently. Five, right. Five years ago, not 18 not, years ago. Yeah, not in 2007. Yeah. And then Drew Carey took over for that. Of course, he's still a host. But the best part that I remember him for, besides The Price is Right, is when he was in Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah. Great movie. And he and Adam Sandler got into that epic fight. (laughs) That was great. That was so great. That was in 1996. They actually won the MTV Movie Award for Best Fight. And he was old then. Yes. What did you say, 96? 1996? Yep, 1996. He won 15 Emmys. Received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Daytime Emmys. He was inducted into the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences Hall of Fame. Quite a resume. Yes, but of course he was always remembered for being an animal activist because he ended each show with Have Your Pets Bait or Neutered. He was also remembered as one of the very first people ever to go vegetarian more than 30 years ago. And he always urged family. This is all coming from. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. One of the very first stars to go vegetarian. It says he also urged people to stay away from SeaWorld. He demanded the closure of cruel bear pits masquerading as tourist attractions. Hmm. PETA put all of that out about him. Wow. Of course, Adam Sandler paid tribute to him because we were just talking about that fight. He said, the man, the myth, the best. Such a sweet, funny guy to hang out with. I loved talking to him. I loved laughing with him. And I loved him kicking the crap out of me. He will be missed by everyone I know. Heartbreaking day. Love to Bob always and his family. Thanks for all that you gave. I haven't been able to find any stuff from his radio days, but Bob Barker Mm -hmm. was one of those guys who just, it didn't matter what went wrong. He was so smooth about everything. Like he could handle anything with grace. Yeah, like, you know, think about a guy, think about guys like Ryan Seacrest who were pretty polished, you know, and very good at what they do. Bob Barker was decades ahead of Ryan. Patricia Bernard, come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. So what happens when you call out a name and the contestant doesn't come on down when she hears her name being announced? In just a moment, an emergency has occurred. This moment had to occur, did it not? (laughs) Patricia has gone to the little girl's room. A gentleman, whom I assume is her husband, has rushed out to get her. A page has gone after the gentleman. Everyone in America is wondering how long can they wait for Patricia. Here comes Patricia. (laughs) And there it is, and she got to play the game. Oh, my gosh, that's great. I didn't even know they let you go to the bathroom. I thought you just had to sit there. Like, I don't think they do, but they I don't I, anymore. <laughs> I guess if you got to go really, really bad, then uh, then you're good to go. Yeah, that's that called was... Bob doesn't want to redo this later. So right. let's just keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bob's got a golf tea time in a little bit. I always thought that would be such a fun show to go on. I know you've been several times, Jeff, to watch like a taping, right? Did you just go once, or have you been more than once? Um, no, I, I've been to two tapings on one trip, basically. Yeah, okay. So, you know, Glenn Koch, our good friend, who was the technical director on The Price is Right. Uh, For years. Yeah, and uh, and he left the mm-hmm. show recently as they had, like, a big production change. 
But uh, that was really cool. It was just being able to see like the behind the scenes because they would, that's what they would do. Like they would tape two shows, two shows a day to try to get ahead, mm-hmm. so that they could take, you know, long vacations off. I guess I presume like summers. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. There's just so much that goes into it. I mean, it's a fast paced show, and there's a lot to pay attention to. So, and I got to see one like from the control room and and how it works behind the scenes. And then I saw another show from the audience, and it was just a fun experience all around. That's cool. we got to take a quick break, though. we got a bunch of other stuff we're going to get to here shortly, including Martha Stewart and Steve Harvey making headlines in the world of pop culture. Next. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Florence Welch of Florence and the Machine shared that I guess she had emergency life-saving surgery, Mm. but isn't strong enough yet to go into the reasons why. She said, my feet are fine. Suffice to say, I wish the songs were less accurate in their predictions, but creativity is a way of coping. Mythology is a way of making sense. What? Okay. (laughs) Wish her well. I hope she's doing okay. Uh, She goes on to say, in the dark fairy tale of dance fever, with all of its strange prophecies, will provide me with the much-needed strength and catharsis right now. She had to cancel a bunch of shows last fall when she broke her foot. Oh, okay. So it's unclear if the if the recent surgery is related, but uh, we wish her a speedy recovery. Yes, for sure. All right. Well, if you didn't know it, Martha Stewart, she has a peacock enclosure at her house. And these aren't just ordinary peacocks. These actually talk to her. So she was talking recently about how when she walks by their enclosure, uh, she kind of does like an ock ock to them. Okay, she said they're really, really friendly, and when she walks by, she talks to them. She makes their noise, and then they talk back right to her. She said everyone laughs because, you know, they're not normally responding to other people. They only respond to her. They only respond to her. Isn't that cool? Yeah. They know where their bread is buttered. Yeah, she said some of them are shy. She said some of them are bold. She has names for all of them. She knows who they all are. She said sometimes they ruffle each other's feathers. She has a mixture of males and females, and she actually breeds them in an incubator at her house as well. Who knew? Are there peacocks that go awk, awk, as opposed to the shrill? Ah, Yeah, ah. that's what I thought they sounded I don't know. She said awk, awk. Maybe she meant like awk. (laughs) <laughs> the neighbors behind us have two or three, and they have yeah. a, a pin in their yard. I haven't heard them in a while, but in the spring is when they're real noisy. When they start hooking it up? Yep. Are they fenced in, or do they wander around the neighborhood? It's, a, it's their pinned in, but they oh, do occasionally get out, and you'll see one from time to time. I remember that being so exciting when we were younger, and we would go to the Cincinnati Zoo because we around. never saw any peacocks. And then we would go there, and they would just be walking around. And if you were fortunate enough to see when they would fan the feathers like that was serious so beautiful you know they're just walking amongst you it's not a bird i would want to have as a pet though thanks but no thanks Mm no well steve harvey sent out a tweet asking his followers to name a comedian they don't think is funny 
that doesn't seem very nice to me. No. Put a tweet out like that, and then people start wailing on different comedians, especially when you are one. Not a very nice thing to do. Turns out he didn't do it. A staffer did. And he posted a video on Friday while he's on vacation. Just what he wants to do while he's on vacation is damage control. And he's not too happy with one of his staffers. Somebody worked for me on my Twitter, put a statement out that was totally negative. I got to take responsibility for it because they work for me. But the engagement was talking about name a comedian you don't think is funny. Why would I do something like that? My whole brand is to be motivational. You don't know where these young people at in their career, man. They could be coming up or anything. I'm all about positivity. <laughs> I would have never done nothing like that. My bad, y'all. I'm sorry. Won't happen again, though. Yeah, because that person's probably fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't work here anymore. I doubt it. Yeah. Yep, they're gone. All right. Drea DeMatteo is on OnlyFans. Do you guys remember her from The Sopranos? She play- was she Adriana. The- was she one of the daughters or... She played Chris's girlfriend. Okay, girlfriend. So I didn't watch that show, but she was on The Sopranos for five seasons. They ultimately ended up killing her off, and then she went to Desperate Housewives. Well, thanks for ruining it for yeah. me. Yeah. Sorry if you haven't watched that show I think yet. that was in the last season. Was that the last season they finally knocked her off? I think so, off? yeah. yeah. Uh, she also was on Sons of Anarchy, which is another place you might, re- might remember her from. What happened on that show? Uh, I'm just I joking. think she got killed off on that show, too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, don't, I didn't watch any of those except for Desperate Housewives. Yeah. But she has a profile picture up on OnlyFans where she's sitting on a mattress holding a cigarette, wearing nothing but boots with her arm covering her boobs. Oh. Yeah, so the bio reads, Dang. The Sopranos. There's no word what you're going to see, but whatever it is, it'll cost you $15 a month. Otherwise known as I'm not going to give you any nudity yeah. and you'll find out when you get here and then cancel your subscription. Right. And you, $15 a month doesn't seem like very expensive, does it? Well, like I'll tell some you. Some of the, those other subscriptions are really expensive. And some are very cheap, like five bucks. Yeah. So mm. it kind of depends on. I probably still do well. What your gauge is and what you're willing to do mm-hmm. and et cetera. But I did see too, Jeff, and I I didn't read the whole story this morning, but I read a little bit of the headline that was talking about all of the stars that are joining Cameo right now because they can do that as work. Right. Oh, really? Without, like, outside of the writer strike and outside of everyone striking. Ah, it's an income yes. stream where so you're not violating the terms of the union agreement. Correct. So okay. I think they can go on Cameo because that technically is, I guess, considered like a public appearance or so we should go check not it out crossing the picket well, line but. yeah and that's the thing fran drescher i think is on there now and oh, so that's it great. was so it was talking i, I need to read more because i haven't had time to read the whole thing yet but it was re it was like talking about the influx of stars going to cameo which is where you can pay to have like a them send you a video mm-hmm. right you give them a couple little pieces of info and they'll send yeah. you a personalized video like i know Derek huff was on there we talked about getting somebody for jen at one point i can't remember who that was but Ian Summerholder. He re- yes he used to be on there you gotta get that's him right. to say moist because that's that's the word that that's her trigger word so Maybe we should do something like where we all put our money together and see if we can get a cameo video from or from someone. Someone that's not usually up there. Yeah. Yeah. There you Let's go. Moist. Out. Right. <laughs> check out who's on there now. You got it. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> Moist. All right. We got it. Uh, Aqua sees an opportunity here, and they're not afraid to exploit it. Their 1997 hit, Barbie Girl. Oh, I'm okay. a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. It's hot again. 
So they just announced a 20-date Barbie world tour. Well, what? it's actually not a world tour. It's a U.S. tour. But What are they going to sing? Just Barbie Girl? And all their great hits. All the other essential <laughs> aqua songs. Yes. I don't know any of them. <laughs> That's the only one I know. The, the tour is, anyone knows. tour is called Barbie World. Uh, it kicks off November 12th in Seattle and wraps up December 20th at the Hollywood Palladium. Oh, well, there you go. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, I talked to you just a second ago about Derek Huff. He was on Cameo, so he did get married over the weekend. Oh, yeah. He had a beautiful wedding. We'll put the pictures up from People Magazine. Who did he get married um, Who did he marry? A dancer? I think so. He married another dancer. Uh, Bill Murray and Khalees <laughs> broke up. I did saw you guys that. see that? I saw that coming. Your milkshake brings all the mm-hmm. more to the yard. Khalees, oh. she's taking her milkshake and going home. And then um, I saw this. He just did a commercial for lactose intolerance, some lactose intolerance. Lactate or something. Medicine or something, yeah. Oh, she did? Oh. Is it lactose-free milk? Maybe. I'm not, I'm not I think sure. it is. I always hear in that quicker picker-upper commercial, uh, how the paper towel commercial. Who knew that oh, one yeah. song? Build your milkshake? Oh, my God. That one song would get her work for decades. And all you need, with man, Bill Murray. need one big hit. <laughs> yeah. Use that. And then one more. I saw this yesterday when I was watching um, Willie Geist in the morning that Liam Payne actually had to cancel some of his uh, tours because he has a very serious kidney infection. So bad that he was hospitalized. Oh and they showed a little video of him talking about how he had to reschedule his South American tour. And he looked rough. Like, really? really, really rough. Like, yeah, he's going to recover, but he's definitely taking some time off because oh. he is just not feeling well. All right. Anything else? I don't think On so. On the news front? <clears throat> okay. Uh, we'll leave it there for now. We got more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we are going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Dominic Fike tomorrow at the Annie J. Andrew J. Brady Music Center. Fun. But first, Denise Johnson is standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Tanya. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Awesome. How are you? Excellent. All right, Tanya, here we go. Three headlines, two fake, one real. You get the real headline, and you are going to go see Dominic Fike tomorrow night at the Andrew J. Brady Music Center. So is the real headline A, a drug dealer called police to report a burglary, and when they arrived, they saw his drugs. Is it B, a woman trashes a buffalo wild wings after they run out of bullet bourbon barbecue sauce? Or is it C, two teenagers are suing McDonald's because they have to work on Labor Day? I could really see all of them, but I'm going to go with C. It's not the teenagers. It's actually A, the drug dealer with the burglary. 
Always go with your first instinct. But here's the story. I don't know if there's a drug dealing for dummies book, but this should definitely be in it. A 46-year-old alleged drug dealer in Pennsylvania named Alan Phelan was arrested on Friday. Uh, and the person who tipped them off was Alan Phelan. Oh, great. Yeah, the police say Alan called them to his apartment he said someone broke into his place by smashing a window. When the cops got there, they couldn't find any evidence that someone actually got in. So they asked him, they said, well, what's the story? Is anything missing? And he's let the police come inside to take a look around. But the problem was Alan's drugs and paraphernalia were just sitting around in plain sight. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> they found fentanyl. Meth, what? marijuana, uh, prescription medications that he didn't actually have prescriptions for. There were also baggies and glass vials. So now he is facing a slew of charges for possession with intent to deliver. Oh, my goodness. Well, there you go, People. buddy. People. All right. Coming up. Nine common situations. You decide. Awkward? Or not. Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah, news that didn't make the news is coming up. In the meantime, Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. All right. Uh, Paper versus plastic. A new development in the world of straws. All right. Uh, Also, a new app that only people worth at least $30 million can use. Tell you what it is on this Monday, the 28th of August, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, have you ever tried to avoid a certain situation because it's awkward only to see people, other people in those situations look completely unfazed, you know, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. fine for them? Mm hmm. But you're like, ee. Yeah, someone conducted a poll online where they were asked about nine common situations and asked if people found them awkward or not. Okay. And here are the results. When a stranger asks you for directions. No. I don't find that awkward, Mm -hmm. do you? Nope. Just did it the other day. Especially if I know where you're going, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've been there. You just, it's up there by the light. Just turn. Now, if I don't know, I just say, I'm so sorry I don't live here. Mm -hmm. I'm not from here. (laughs) But you at least answer. Right. Yes. But 32% said that it's awkward when when a stranger asks you for directions. Now, you might feel a little awkward having to ask someone for directions because I know a lot of guys are like, oh, I'm not going to ask. I'll figure out. I know where I'm going. And I also feel like it's with Waze. And so many of the other apps, like, and, like, your car has its own GPS kind of thingy. Yeah. I feel like this is less and less common these days. Right. All right, here's another one. Making eye contact with someone you don't know. Do it every day. That does make them feel uncomfortable. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. Do you feel uncomfortable? Uh, I don't. I feel uncomfortable because I feel like I'm making them uncomfortable. And then you make it awkward? No, because I, I just avoid eye contact altogether. See, I think 
<laughs> that's uncomfortable. Like, well, let's say uh, I'm walking the dogs, right? Yeah. I bitch about this all the time. I'm walking the dogs. There's only two humans on the street. Oh, well, you, you can can't avoid You that. can see each other coming for a mile. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you come to them and someone puts their face in the ground. Yeah. And I go, hey, good morning. And they just go, and they just keep looking at the ground and walking by, and that pisses me off. They don't even say good morning. No. Oh, see, I'll do. I'll at least say good morning. I, that, I feel me, like I have to say hi. I'll make the eye contact all the time. And I'll I know someone's going to email me and say they might have their earbuds in. Smile or something. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> yeah, but I. So I have to wait for my kid to get off the school bus, and the school bus arrives anywhere. There's like a ten minute window, right? So I'm always outside at the end of the driveway, and people are just walking by, and I feel like I have to wave to them, Hi. whether they're looking at me or not. Hello. It's just cars. Hey, nice to see I you. Because I live in Ross, and Ross is like that kind of neighborhood where you do the "Hey, how you doing?" Good to see ya. Even if you don't know them, you still just are like, "Hi." It's happening. It's the neighborly hey. thing to do, Fridge. I, yeah, but if they got out and talked, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "That's funny." <laughs> Please wave to me, but don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, 54% say making eye contact with someone you don't know is awkward. Yeah, sometimes. All right, how about this? When you're playing with your phone and random kids watch over your shoulder, 76% said that is definitely awkward. And I will add to that that as you get older and you increase the text size, um, like my phone, oh, like, the font. like my phone, you can see it from space. The font size. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you got to be a little more careful about what you're typing. See, I don't really care about that. I'm normally not looking at anything racy to where I really care about what the kids are looking at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really feel it. I mean, maybe back in the day I would have been like, mm-mm. I guess it also depends on who these random kids are. Like, is it maybe at a family gathering or a sporting event? I don't know. It doesn't say. How about this? When you have to think of your order on the spot in front of the cashier in a restaurant, 76% said that's awkward. I don't enjoy not... Being rushed? Well, I don't enjoy, like, not having the menu. Like, you know how at Chick-fil-A, how they come up and they are... Like, I like to order at the menu board they to look at it. They don't let you get to the menu board. They're no. trying to I understand move that. the line faster. But I don't enjoy, and if you are like, oh, I want to see the menu, they go, and they flip over like a they little. They flip over this thing for you to look at. But it's a cheat sheet. It's not even the full menu. Right. So I feel a little awkward about that sometimes. I think they would argue that most of their customers know yes. what they want before they even get there. Right. But then, I, but I feel like that's also the pressure they put on us to be like, oh, well, you're getting the regular sandwich with waffle fries on a diet. You'll get what everybody else is getting. Correct. But what sometimes I like to look at the pictures to see what's new. I get it. It's just, it gets uh, me every time at Wendy's. It's that's hell for the guy who's behind you. And every yes. once in a while, that's me. And I just, oh, you hate dear it. I know. God, can you study this before coming here, please? Yes. It's a double It's a double-edged sword for me because when I go to McDonald's and I'm behind somebody, I'm like, have you never been here before? Right. You know what you want at McDonald's for the love. Yeah. Yes. So I have both, both reactions. <laughs> but at Chick-fil-A, I want to try something new. <laughs> Uh, trying to make conversation with a cab or rideshare driver. Oh, my God. Mm. So Friday night, we requested a car to take us downtown to dinner. 
and they have the thing on there that says, would you like it cool? Would you like it warm or no preferences? Cool. We want a nice, cool car. It's a hot night. It's Friday night. It was like 90 freaking degrees out. And then it says, you know, do you want a quiet ride? Yes, we want a quiet ride. We don't want, no, I'm sorry. I'm sure you're very nice, but we don't want to engage the whole drive down. <laughs> and, and sure enough, this guy would not stop talking. Oh, he just wanted to connect, Jeff. I know, but did you not read the thing? It's just, <laughs> you know, we're just quietly talking amongst ourselves back here. And he just is bringing up everything from the weather to sports to... You name it. And, you know, you don't want to be rude, but it's like, can you just drive? Yeah, but maybe he wanted to, like, increase his tip. So he felt like if he made a connection with you, then everything would be great from there. Right. But if he had looked at the thing, we had asked for a quiet ride. That's how you increase your tip with me. I thought you were going to say that they... I like less talking. They got in there and then they had all the windows rolled down, which is... I'm like, what is... Like, do you not believe in the air conditioning? Yeah, it could have been cooler in there. Um, and I don't know. It, I think the guy had a problem with this transmission because it felt really herky-jerky. And it wasn't, I don't think it was him, like, hitting the accelerator. And you know how some people, like, mm-hmm. you know, they go, the they tappers. hit the accelerator. And then they let go. And then they hit the oh, accelerator. Yeah. And then they let up. And it wasn't like that. Like, I think he's got a real transmission problem. So maybe he was talking to us to distract us from it, like you were when I got my Flu oh, shot. you got your flu shot. Right. When Kroger stopped by and gave yeah. you the flu I shot. I got to distract this nice couple because hey, this thing no might blow up. Hey, pay no attention to my transmission. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because the car might break down at any moment right now. <laughs> right. But then on the way home, oh, my God, the guy we had was great. He was fantastic. Car was super cool. And he didn't say a word until we got home. And then he handed us a business card saying, just call me direct next time. Oh, nice. Yeah. And he goes, and I do it all. I do weddings. He had a really nice car. That's what cool. did he have? He was great. He had like uh, a black car. Yeah, he had a, a Cadillac CTS sedan. Nice, oh, it was nice, nice and roomy in the back. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Love that. And he had like really cool like music, but it was down low, so it wasn't really intrusive. But it was just enough to create a, a really the relaxing ambience. vibe. Yeah. Oh yeah, I took care of that guy. I bet you did. Plus, you had a couple of those McGallan twelves in you, and I'm sure they were all about it. I was in a great mood. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Will you call him direct for next time? Heck yeah! Yeah, I saved that card. He was great for sure. Uh, all right, number seven. When you're taking a test and the teacher looks at your paper and watches you work. Oh, I hated that growing up. Yeah, because it really. I'm felt like, like, see, I'm not cheating. But it always felt like you were getting it wrong. Eighty-seven you know? like, percent mm-hmm. say it's awkward. Mm-hmm. Not going to do the full problem. I'm, I already know the answer. I'm just going to write it down. You don't need to show your work. That's what. That's what I always felt like. All right, how about this? Having to put your change in your wallet while people are waiting in line behind you. Do you have to do that? I don't feel like you have to. I feel like you could just keep it in your hand, and when you get situated with where you're going, you can just I know, so I just got this wad of bills that I'm just holding until I step out of the way. Just be a moment. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I feel like that happens less and less these days with people using their debit cards and whatnot, right? Well, that's the, yeah, because everybody behind you is like, dude, it's the 21st century. Yeah, Come keep on. it moving. Yeah, 80% find that awkward. Uh, what else? Sta- standing in line at the grocery counter after your shopping partner leaves because they forgot something. Oh, oh. I hate that. If I, if, I'm sorry, she'll be right back. If I can't run and get it 
in like 20 seconds. You're not I, getting I'm it. not getting it. 88% well, yeah. say that's awkward. Also, don't you feel like if you have to do that, you just go through the self-checkout with that thing, the yep. one thing that you forgot, and I'll be I'll on the out. way to the car yep. or whatever? Yeah. Sorry, she just went to grab a jar of mayonnaise. Should take two seconds. <laughs> uh, when you've been coughing a lot in public, so you have to hold it in. Mm-hmm. 91% say that's awkward. That happens a lot, too. Especially during the pandemic. Like, yes. pandemic made everybody paranoid. Remember the pandemic? You couldn't even have an allergy no. sneeze. People were like, oh, what <laughs> yeah. do you do? Oh, you got the vid. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Well, I did see, though, we were talking about a little bit of that resurgence of COVID, and it's closing down some schools. Like, Lee County, Kentucky was one of the schools where hmm. they had a bunch of attendance People testing positive, they had attendance issues, so oh, they were really? already shutting down some of the schools. Yeah, so last night, so we went to the parents for dinner last night, and I sneezed. We're watching golf, mm-hmm. and I sneezed. It was just one sneeze, and it was right. fine. And then, I don't know, about 10 or 15 minutes later, I sneezed again. Uh-oh. And then the third time I sneezed, I could feel the eyes on me. Like, they're thinking, oh, like, is he sick? Is he He's coming down? With, and, I'm, and I know it's not. Is it just allergies? Something triggered my allergies. I don't know if it, she sometimes keeps fresh cut flowers in the house, so I thought maybe it was that. And I didn't want to say that, but I did have that moment where I'm like, oh, God, they think I'm sick. And so you, that's when you just excuse yourself to the restroom and blow your nose real to, hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was fine. That happened to us yesterday morning. We got we left the house, got in the car on the way to the football game, cheer game, whatever. Scott sneezed, and then I sneezed, and I go, why did you do that to me? Like, obviously, you know. Because it's it contagious. Was, but it was just because we went outside. And when you go outside in the morning, there's all kinds of stuff blowing around. Well, Kristen doesn't just sneeze once. She will have, like, a sneezing fit. There's usually at least three. So if she sneezes once, get ready, because more coming. Yeah. Well, if you hate paper straws with a passion, here's some more ammunition. A new study found they might not be that eco-friendly at all. They are not my my preferred choice. Yeah, I don't love them because they tend to get really soggy quickly. You know, they tend to collapse pretty easily. But also, yeah. I've noticed that with some of the more reinforced paper straws is that they're reinforced with some kind of plastic coating that I feel like defeats the purpose of having a paper straw. Correct. Also, when you go to like, because a lot of times, like, because in Mexico and other places like resort towns, Florida, places like that, they're all like, save the turtles. And so we have like paper straws. But it's one of those things like your drink is, it's melting so quickly that it just, the whole straw mm-hmm. ends up just like floating paper right. in your cup. Well, researchers in Europe tested straws from 39 different brands, and 90% of the paper straws had what are known as forever chemicals that are linked to health issues like cancer. They tested 20 different types of paper straws, and 18 18 of them contained low levels of forever chemicals that actually don't break down in nature. Mm. And it's not just a paper straw problem. They also tested plastic straws, and 75% of those had forever chemicals too. So, you know, it's it's not like that's a solution either. So did 80% of bamboo straws and 40% of glass straws. In other words, the point is forever chemicals are just everywhere now. So even things made of paper aren't exactly great for the environment. Plastic straws are still bad for other reasons, though. And plastic straws are still a much bigger threat to plants and animals. 
But the study did find one type of straw that does not have forever chemicals. None of the reusable stainless steel straws. That's what tested I positive. I take that with me. I think CABVI gave me one one time in like a little carrying case. Mm-hmm. CABVI. And I keep it in my backpack for when we travel. And it's even got like one of those little cleaning thingies that you stick up in there because sometimes it gets gross or whatever. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I carry it with me in my backpack. And that's my reusable straw. One of our listeners, Jenny, um, I forget her last name, but she... Moved to Cleveland and then moved back and started a straw company. We met her on the 21C roof oh, a couple months ago. Yeah. And I, I feel right. like. And they her, use her straws there. That's they they right. use them all over town, but I feel like her straws are made out of some food product. Like they're made out of oh, honey nice. or oh, crystallized wow. sugar or I something like that. We're going to have to talk to her yeah, and yeah, learn yeah. more about it because that's a Cincinnati company that's like expanding and growing leaps and bounds. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I wish I'd I'd remember more about that. Wish I had more details. I just don't remember. Forget Halloween. Now Christmas toys are filling store shelves. Which toys are expected to be the hottest sellers this year? Nine News consumer reporter John Matteris has that for you coming up next. So you don't waste your money. What they spend a lot of time on those on those seasonal aisles at Kroger. I mean, those are massive projects when you look at. You know, oh, how they yeah. have to, like, they, they're designed. They, they got to have some kind of sketch or layout or or something to it. Oh, yeah. And a lot of Halloween stuff is out there. But now Christmas toys are beginning to fill store shelves. And 9 News consumer reporter John Matteries is here to tell you all about it. Yeah, you know, last week I did a report, guys, on Halloween, how it's already Halloween. And they have all the inflatables up in the stores and, you know, all the candy out. Isn't this crazy? Oh, no, it's not just Halloween. I mean, look around. It's also Christmas. Well, more more, more stores. It's funny because "Merry Christmas" uh, by NSYNC is my favorite Christmas song. So I jokingly, over the past week, every Uh time I go somewhere, will take a picture of what their Christmas thing is, just so I can put it on my Instagram story. But on Saturday, we went to Hobby Lobby. Oh boy! And I could not believe it is all Christmas. I mean, I bought my Thanksgiving plates. Yeah. Yeah, it is all <laughs> it Christmas insane. there. So, you know, the, the items are out, the decorations are going up, yeah. the toys are out, and uh, the toy departments are filling up, and they want to get things out early this year. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had enough with the shortages and things aren't there, so they are really, really, really stocking up. And we talked to uh, King Arthur's Court, which is right nearby here in Oakland, yeah. a real nice locally owned Love that toy place. store. And they said that, you know, you're... It, and we know it's early, it's not even Halloween, but start getting those Christmas toys now because you want some of the hottest ones, you're going to struggle yeah. to find them. In particular, if you want the Barbie tie-ins with the movie. Oh, man. Yes. Those Barbies and Better those get Kens, that dream house. Yes, you better get that soon because you're going to say, oh, wait till Black Friday. You're not going to find uh-huh. the movie Barbie and Ken's on Black Friday. Well, and I saw, like, it was one day last week, it was like five days ago, Good Morning America um, showcased that Walmart had already dropped their hot toy list. Yes. Like five days ago. Yes, and they've it, I mean, already dropped the hot, hot yeah. toy list, and, and that is certainly on it. Uh, the, some of the others are those, all those squishy toys. The oh, Squishmallows. Uh, squishmallows. Uh, squishables. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a whole bunch of those squishy toys that the yeah. kids 
love like like giant donuts and yes. just kind of hug all those and... dust collectors <laughs> exactly <laughs> so uh, if you have kids and they want a certain one uh you want to get that you better uh, get that it squish melon now so you, you know get what the else right i one. saw too was the uh, uh ninja turtle toys because the movie had is that did it come out like a couple weeks ago the yeah. ninja turtle movie yeah that was another thing that i saw that was going around were all these ninja turtle toys that kids yes. want because ninja, they went to the movie yes ninja turtles are back and of course elmo is back so there's going to be a hot new Elmo. Don't all <laughs> raise yes, your eyebrows over that one. Uh, but that, but that's a hot one. Mario, obviously, because of the movie this mm-hmm. year, anything Mario is going to be very hot. So, you know, when you have those movie tie-ins, especially when you're out in the stores the next few weeks, you've got kids, you might want to buy them. Oh, because man. that's the one where you wait till November, Black Friday, and you just can't find it. Yeah, that's true. And just the stress, the the the... the, the not having that stress is priceless. Yeah, yeah, it really, it really is. The stress I mean, leading up to the holidays. Yeah. Right, exactly. So somebody wants, a, a kid wants a certain thing, you get it now. Yeah, you'll pay a few more dollars, but I'd rather just pay a few more bucks yes. and have it now than have to scramble. You know what else is interesting, though, too, um, back to the Hobby Lobby thing, is because they are making room for all the newer things. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of their other things on clearance, like slime, like yeah. the little jars of slime were like a dollar. Normally they're like six dollars. Yeah. So we bought several just to kind of like oh. use as like a stocking stuffer, hoping it'll still be good, you know, of course. But like that's the thing. It's like some of the places are kind of discounting and clearancing out some right. of their things or you to could, make room. Or you could have your own Nickelodeon awards and slime each yeah, other. Yeah, slime each other. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So uh, get out to the stores now. Hey, later today on WCPO 9 News at 6, I've got a great story. Oh, yeah? We went to Bucky's. Oh, you oh, did? went to Bucky's to find out why people are so crazy about Bucky's oh opening gosh. up next year. I in don't Ohio. get it either. Was so. that your first time? Uh, stopped by once like uh-huh. a couple years ago, but really, to really. Uh, Enjoy it, appreciate oh, it, wow. experience it. Yeah, went down to Southern Kentucky. Oh, you went and, to Richmond? Uh, yes. Oh, and, oh, my goodness. We got that coming up tonight at 6. Have you ever been to south of the border on I-95 on the North Carolina-South I mean, Carolina I see the line? signs for it. No, I haven't. Yeah, but, I mean, it's basically the same thing. It's just got, you know, more of like a Mexican theme to it. But yeah. that's been around for decades. You ever been to the Speedway in Tip City? <laughs> What about Wawa? That's coming, too. There you go. Wawa's coming, too. These giant highway travel stops. So we'll see what the fuss is about later today so you don't waste your money. All right. We'll see you tonight, John. In the meantime, coming up, an app that only people worth at least $30 million can use. You've heard the saying, more money, more problems. But at a certain point, can't you just hire people to solve those problems? Yeah. If you got enough money, don't you feel like you can? Well, yes, you can. A new concierge app called Miria is in the news after a New York Post reporter got access to it. But don't bother rushing to the app store because it's only for the super wealthy. Membership alone costs $30,000 a year. Just to be a member. Once you are a member, you can text them to pretty much get anything. You want? It's like an immediate concierge. Yeah. Let's say so. You would go on the app if if you can afford the thirty thousand dollar a year membership. 
You go on the app, you need front row seats to Taylor Swift, no problem. Wow. I mean, get front row seats to Taylor Swift is nothing. We're talking dinner with Taylor Swift. Mm. Like, that's how super wealthy you got to be. And not just anyone can join. It's invite only. So even if you have the $30,000, even though, even if you have the $30,000 a year to spend on the membership. They have to approve you. It is invite only. Oh, yeah, nice. And you need a net worth of at least $30 million. Okay, well, I'll get right on that, guys. But their current average member is worth around $600 million. So that's the majority of their, that's that's kind of their target clientele. How many members do they have? I don't know, but I think that would be a fun job. They have less than 100. A horrible job. They have less than 100 members. A guy named Ray Flemings launched it. He used to work in the music business, and he built up this huge Rolodex of contacts. Mm -hmm. And over the past decade, he's kind of become the go-to guy when celebrities and billionaires need something. Mm -hmm. For example, he once got a client two seats at the Oscars sitting ninth row next to Jeff Bezos, and it took him less than a day. The app currently has less than 100 members. Many of them are A-list celebrities, athletes, and CEOs. And there is a so-called community feature, so they can all hobnob with each other if they want. Another 500 people are on the wait list, but he's hoping to expand and have 1,000 active members by the end of the year. Wow. And he doesn't think he'll have a hard time finding that many members. He says the number of super rich people is on track to double in the next three years. People are making money hand and hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. I wonder what it's like though when you get the call. Like, is the phone ringing off the hook at this guy's place, or is it just like? I don't think so. Based if they got a less than a hundred, less than a hundred, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying like, what are they asking for? Are they calling all the time, like every week, every you know, once a month? They're paying to be a part of it. It's like they gotta use it. Yeah, we got a friend that keeps trying to get us to get a. American Express card, and that's $700 a year. Mm-hmm. And you supposedly get it all back with all of these perks and stuff, yeah. right? And I still can't even get myself to agree oh, no, to that. Same. I was like, no. I don't, but uh-huh. If you would use the perks, and that, like, you can't just cover the cost. Like, it's got to be something where right. you, you're getting yeah. real value out of it. So it more than pays for itself. And I, don't, and I don't want to have to have a database open in order to track all of the perks in order to get my $700 back. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it's going to be a full-time job to try to. To make sure you're using it. Yeah. I don't know. Just Just keep collecting my Marriott points. But like 700 (laughs) bucks. I can't even wrap my head around that compared to $30,000 for this specific app. I mean, I know that there are perks to it, but when, I mean, I just can't imagine paying for a credit card because they give you so many of them for free. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, it depends on what you're into. I know. You know, I mean, yeah. for for people who travel a lot, yes, the right credit it. card for the right person mm-hmm. is the right deal. It works good for him because yeah. he travels all the time for work, right. so he collects all these extra points. That's on like my top friend Dan. And, same thing. Like he collects all these points. Like he got to fly his kids first class somewhere, like Colorado or something like that, for first class because he's like, I have all these points and it was free. So. Mm-hmm. Meh. So I get it.
Well, I flew to Asia, Delta One, free. Yeah, it's great. Based on the perks from that card. Yeah, so, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, done. So, gone to Europe the same way. Never, never paid for it. That's wonderful. But yeah, those membership fees though they can get expensive. It's not that expensive, but I don't know what card he's talking about. But <laughs> it's the Uber Duber Black. Uh, I, he pulled for it what out. They, for what they charge just to check your bags, or oh yeah, if you want to hang out in you know the lounge upstairs, especially if the airport is a bleep show on any given day, that's not a bad not a bad perk to have if you can get it. Seven fifty one coming up. Second date update. Uh, the Monday edition, straight ahead. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. So Whitney is looking for a second date update with a guy named Trent, and we're going to see if we can't help her out today. Hey, Whitney, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. So can you take us in the beginning? Can you tell us how you met Trent and how the first date went and all that? Um. Well, I met him online, and... <laughs> God, I'm sorry. It's so awkward. I don't like it. You don't like what? Just trolling around online for a date or dating period? Well, I meet men online and then go on awkward dates. It's just <laughs> how it always is. Gotcha. Jen loved it when she did her 10-day challenge. It was so much fun. Or five dates. It was challenge. five. Look, she's coughing. She's hacking up a lung. <laughs> she hates dating so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm allergic to it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But I just, I feel like I don't really have any other options at this point, you know? Like, I work in a small office. Uh, I don't meet anybody through my job. Um, My social circle is, like, really small, and a lot of them are already married, so it's not, you know, not much opportunity there. Yeah. And, like, I don't really have any hobbies to speak of unless you count cross-stitching. And I'm not meeting any dudes cross-stitching, so here we are. There are a lot of guys listening right now that don't like to leave their house that are hearing this going, you know, she sounds pretty great, actually. (laughs) She sounds pretty ideal. I would meet them. So not a lot of hobbies, not a lot of outlets. I just kind of ran out of options. So, you know, I met Trent, and things seemed fine. Like, we met for lunch. We were there for like an hour and 15 minutes, and I feel like that's kind of a long time. So, like, we exhausted all the first date lunch conversation topics. You know, we talked family, work, interests, backgrounds, like high school, you know, all those things. It was all good. Yeah. And um, I didn't say anything afterward that I thought might have been stupid, you know, or, like, I didn't think back and think, oh, God, that was dumb that you said it. And, but he did seem, like, a little uncomfortable at times, but it's kind of like your average run-of-the-mill first date discovery. I didn't think anything of it. So nothing you specifically did, you don't think? No. Like, I've been racking my brain. I can't think of anything. And, like, obviously I didn't see any reason for him to be acting weird. But, I mean, who knows? Like, he hasn't called me, so maybe I did something totally ridiculous to turn him off. Or, you know, like, after lunch, it just seemed like we just kind of stood up and said it was nice to meet you. And then we left. Like, that's how we left each other. And then did you ever try to get a hold of him after that? Oh, I did. Like, I texted him a day later, and he and I was like, you know, lunch was fun, and he never responded. Okay. But mm-hmm. here's what I want to know. Like, hearing you describe this whole thing makes me feel like you didn't, you yourself don't seem like you were all into this date. Like, you know, you met him. It doesn't sound like there was anything magical to it. Do you think he picked up on that vibe? 
and was just like, um, eh, you know, it was good. It was fine. We chit-chatted, but I'm really just not that into know. her. Or she, maybe she's not that into me, so why bother? After the date, I wasn't him. Like, I thought he was, you know, pretty nice. I thought it, you know, worked out all right. But, you know, in the beginning, I was just like, oh, God, another online date. But he didn't seem like the others. So I was just a little confused. So is this someone that you really, like, are you just curious, or are you, is this someone you think you really want to kind of spend some time getting to know better? I am curious, but then at the same time, I think that it could be something. Okay. You got any questions, guys? Mm, I don't think so. Anything else we need to know, Whitney, before we take the break and call them up? Not that I can think of. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will call Trent and see what he thought of Whitney and his date with her as we continue with Second Date Update next. Hang on. All right, so Whitney met Trent online, and they seem to they seem to hit it off. You know, they seem to have enough in common. Like, Whitney typically hates the whole dating thing anyway. It just feels very contrived and weird and awful, and this wasn't that awful, which I guess is a good thing, but she hasn't heard from Trent since. She sent a couple texts, no response, so we're going to go ahead and call Trent and uh, see what's going on with him. I'm ready. All right, let's call Trent. Hello? Hi, can we speak to Trent, please? This is Trent. Trent, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you, my friend? Jeff and Jen. Yes, sir. Are you serious? It's us. Good morning. Say hi, Jen. <laughs> hi, how are you? What's up? How are you guys? Doing good. We're doing good. Are you a fan? Do you ever have a chance to listen to the show? Absolutely. I listen to you guys almost every day. I love that. Thank you. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that slight There's delay. that moment of realization. Clicks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we got a second date update call for you, buddy. It's your turn. Your number's up. All right. I got a story. You got a story about the same person we're calling about? I think so. Whitney? Yeah, it is Whitney. Yeah, unfortunately, this was not a good situation. Nothing to do with Whitney. She was great. The thing was, I was sitting there at lunch, and I look up, and my ex-girlfriend's mom is working there. Oh. And, like, it was a recent breakup. So, like, I'm sitting there. I saw her, like, catch my eye a couple times. She, I can tell she's pissed. Yeah, because she's pissed at me for breaking up the relationship because my ex is pregnant. And she says it's mine, but I really don't believe it is. Oh. And I knew if she, I knew if, you know, she spotted me, there'd be all this shit that would go down. And like her mom, I don't know, I just know it's going to get back to her. But so this whole time I'm sitting there with Whitney, I'm just thinking about that. You can't you know, even pay attention to what's going I on right in front attention. of you. Exactly. And it's like, I'm just like, you know, changing topics. I'm like barely listening. And, you know, I feel, I felt bad, honestly, because. She was a nice girl. And um, and you never let her in on the fact that your ex's mom was there mm-mm. staring you down? No. And, and she's giving you the evil eye because not only did you break her daughter's heart, but in her mind she thinks that you impregnated her daughter and then abandoned her. Basically, that's what she thinks. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not that's true, what she but thinks. What but you, but yeah. you have not been officially ruled out as a suspect yet. Is that correct? <laughs> uh, you know, like Can you officially. say for sure? I mean, I guess if you're looking for, like, DNA proof or something then no that's not on the that's not out there right now but like uh-huh. i'm willing to you know i'm i'm i'll get tested i don't really I, yeah okay 
So you got this going on while you're on yeah, a date man. with Whitney. So you're... I live in Villa Hills. Everybody knows everything about everyone, and that nobody needs to know that I'm out there dating. You know, so I just I don't know. <laughs> well, that cat's out of the bag now. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess yeah. But I mean, look, thank you for being forthright and honest about the whole situation. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I can see why that would be distracting and take your eye off the ball. Now, when is this baby due? And how much longer of this drama do you have going on before you can find out one way or another what your responsibility in that is? Two months. Two months? Yeah. So what, you're going on, you're just not going to date for the next two months until you have that paperwork in hand? Is that kind of your plan? Pretty much, until I can, like, prove that it's not my kid, then, yeah, I was just trying to keep, you know, keep the the whole dating thing on the DL, so to speak. Right. Other than Still that, did you enjoy your time on the date? If we take the drama out with the mother-in-law and the pregnant ex-girlfriend, were you able yeah, to yeah. focus enough to get a feel whether or not this would be somebody that you would want to have another date with? I mean, yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. I just kind of was like putting the whole thing under or aside, you know? I mean, you could tell her I'll be in touch when I'm like free and clear, you know, like in two months. If she can hang out for two months, then you'll reach out to her then. Well, you want to tell her yourself because we got her on the line right now. Oh, yeah? I am. What are your thoughts on all of this, Whitney? Uh, uh, first of all, um, like your ex-girlfriend says she's, okay, she's pregnant and she says it's yours. Like, I have so many questions. I know, but she You know, it, really... it really, none of it matters anyway because I don't want to be any part of this. How about in two months? Yeah, I mean, what if, in fact, Trent is not the father of this child? Would that make a difference to you? I mean, it's just weird how everything went down. Like, you're in the middle of something, and then you're still going out on dates, and you, it just, it just it seems weird how you handled it. You mean like the way he managed the whole situation with her mom there and everything? Right. Like, that just... Like, why didn't he just level with you now, at the time? Like, that's, that's so weird. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't know what to say. I was, I don't know. My bad. You felt like you were a deer caught in the headlights in that moment, Trent? Pretty much. All right. Well, I understand. Trent, yeah, I mean, we appreciate you at least having the conversation with us and straightening everything out. And, you know, we hope that situation works itself out for you. Me too, man. All right. Well, thanks for coming on Second Date Update, and thanks for listening to the show. Definitely, man. This is this is this is a thrill. I mean, obviously, it was under better circumstances, but in know. many ways, yeah. Until it's your phone blows up from yeah. everyone and be like, "Dude, my phone's actually already blown up," but that's all right. All right. Well, thanks again. Keep us posted. All right, thanks, guys. All right, take yeah, it easy. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. You are not the father. <laughs> we can only hope. Good luck. Good luck on that. If we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot of $1,000. Another round of the 1K letter of the day. It's next. Morning, Ashley. How are you? Hi, morning, guys. I'm great now. How are you? Great, great. Good, Good to hear. Glad to hear. How was your weekend? It's never long enough. Never long enough. <laughs> That's how I and feel. What do you do with your weekends? Do you do you try to lay low and do do nothing, or are you a uh, hey, let's go out, do this, that, or the other thing? Did you knock some stuff out? What was your weekend like? It, it's Saturdays is let's go do stuff. Sundays it's let's lay low. Let's 
Yeah. Get rid of the Sunday scaries. Get ready for the week. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I hear feel that. that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what we did, too. That's fun. Has, how has Monday been? Has Monday been scary for you so far? Um, Monday has been leaving for work a little later than I should have, but oh, that's boy. fine. All right. Well, <laughs> we're, we're going to try to make you a little later, but hopefully $1,000 richer with a 1K letter of the day. Uh, I have in this envelope a letter of the alphabet that if you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds, you will win the $1,000. Now, you can't use the same answer more than once. And the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. That way you answer more questions that way. So if you can't think of it right off the top of your head, go ahead and shout out pass, and we'll come back to it. And you actually got a pretty good letter today. You got the letter T, as in Tim. All right. Timberman. All right. (laughs) Much better than my last letter. I'll take it. (laughs) What was your last letter? My last letter was E. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, let's see how you do with T. We got 30 seconds on the clock. And I will not start the timer until Tim finishes asking the first question. All right, Ashley, you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Tell me a prize you would win on the Price is Right. Toaster. A tool. Pass. A game. Pass. A body part. Toenail. Snack. Tostitos. Something round. Pass. Something with wheels. Toyota. A good smell. Um, teachers. A bad smell. Ah, turd. I went with time. A good smell would be a tool. I was thinking Tortino's uh, pizza rolls. Tortino's, yeah. yeah. So would you have considered, what did you say, a tool? I was thinking thermometer. Would that, or I don't know if that would be a tool. I don't know. I was having trouble with that one, too. Yeah, that one was rough. I was a Tetris okay. would have been a fun game. Yeah. Tetris would have been a good game. Yeah. Tag. Something round Tag. would have been a tomato. I just realized. The, you know, oh, yeah. Can you say the boob but in a T form? Well, she went with toenail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which works. I don't know. Tibia. That Tibia, yeah. Yeah. Tibia, yeah. Tibia. I think you got five, Ashley. Four, five. Yeah. It was good, Ashley. More than I got last time. It was I'll hard to it. start thinking on a Monday is all I got to say. Right. Oh, 100%. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope the rest of your Monday is not so scary. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for having me on. Thank and, you so uh, much. A note about Bob Barker is he got as close to 100 without going over. So. <laughs> I love it. Yes. One dollar, Bob. Pretty good. One dollar. <laughs> that was the big Y'all meme. Y'all have a good day. All right. You take too. it easy. See, Ashley. There you go. Yeah, that was the big meme that everybody, like, if you're a Price is Right fan, you would it's get It's funny. That. It's cute. And timeless. Yep. I know. Betty White almost made it to 100. She didn't quite. She was like a couple of weeks away from her 100th birthday. Prince Philip, too. Remember Prince Philip? They had that gigantic party planned Uh, for him. Oh, was he 99? I think he was 99. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, coming up, we expose Picklegate. What is Picklegate? An investigation into why pickle jars almost never include the word pickles. Huh. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a Jeff and Jen I-Team investigation. I can't Next. wait to hear this. <laughs> All right, here's a weird thing you probably never noticed. Someone on TikTok pointed out that jars of pickles almost never have the word pickles on the label. Okay. 
Maybe this became very topical because of the pickle sweatshirt. Yeah. Because the pickle sweatshirt is something that's just running crazy around TikTok right now. And I haven't even noticed that none of the jars say pickle on them. They, I guess they just say the name brand. Is it because the jar is, I mean, mostly green and clear so you can see what the hell's in there? You, you kind of assume. Maybe. I'm trying to visualize because I buy, I, I'm, I'm a pickle hoe. I, Same. I buy the store brand. I buy the name brand. I buy the high end yes. uh, sort of, uh, I don't know. The you, ones that are at the Murray G yes, section. That, those kinds. Right. Yeah, I buy all of McClure's, them. McClure's, I McClure's, believe they're called. Yeah. I buy XL pickles. And I buy pickle relish. A lot of the brands, <laughs> like the skins are so thick and chewy. Mm-hmm. I hate those. Oh, I love them. I, I, I mean, I, I like love... them when they're crunchy. I like them to have a good mm-hmm. crunch yes. to them. But sometimes, like, the the outer layer is so I know what you're talking hard about. that they're... I bought some chips yesterday, some dill oh, chips. chips. Because we made hamburgers, grilled burgers yesterday mm. afternoon, and they were perfect. Nice and just like you want them, crunchy and... But you just called them chips. And well, actually... that goes directly to my point. Oh, he's talking about pickled chips, right? Like actual potato chips that are pickled flavored no no i'm talking about oh the ones that are pickled chips yeah they're already cut for oh, you oh gotcha not the actual whole gherkin I like quovels i like a quovel that's the point of the story is that nobody calls them pickles on the jar they're called chips ah gotcha like brands spears. like right kosher dill spears or bread and butter slices oh. most big brands like clausen and vlasic don't actually call them pickles on the label. And so TikTok is calling it Picklegate. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Rachel Stonecraft, who's on TikTok, she brought up the issue and has some theories on what's really going on here. It doesn't actually say the word pickle anywhere on here. Some comments said it's because pickling is the process, not the food. But the word pickle itself is specifically defined as pickled cucumbers, so that's not it. So what is the reason? The FDA has something called Standards of Identity, or SOIs. SOIs are guidelines that certain foods have to meet, like what ingredients a food must contain, portion of ingredients, and even production methods. Pickles have to meet the FDA's standards for acidified foods. So either their pickles don't meet the standards, or they decided that if they just left the word pickle off the packaging entirely they'd be able to avoid violating the numerous regulations no matter how they change mm. ah. yeah maybe they need to be from like the pickle region of france or something <laughs> <laughs> not your grandma's cupboard how that works <laughs> i like the gherkins they're like little bite-sized oh, yes. ones that are so they make your nipples just i go like the crazy. baby dills Similar. those are good too yeah we were flying back from a all-inclusive in jamaica and we oh my were- god they have the best and we were counting, just doing a just a head count. I was like, "Well, I had probably ten at each meal, mm-hmm. and that's so that's thirty a day." We were there for seven days. Yes, <laughs> like did, did I really? Yeah, eat but there's something different hundreds about of those gherkins because they're like like dillier or something. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about Extra them that vinegary just or something. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, someone asked the big pickle brands to comment, and the real reason is the companies don't think it's actually necessary to put pickles on the label because, like Tim said, it's a glass jar. You can see the pickles inside. In fact, Vlasic said there's limited amount of space on a label, so they prefer to, quote, clearly communicate the form and flavor inside each jar. Clawson and other brands basically said the same thing. Grillo's Pickles is one of the only big brands that does use the word pickle on its jars. Mm. The vice president of branding there said even he never noticed other companies 
don't put pickles on their labels. Hmm. I never really thought so about it. So there it is. That, most people have it. And then someone brought it up on TikTok, and the next thing you know, we got Picklegate. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. Uh, another thing that went down that we learned about this week, most people don't drink vodka for the flavor necessarily. Uh, some people did complain about Costco's vodka recently. And Costco is apologizing after a recent brand, a recent batch of their Kirkland vodka had a weird smell and taste. Multiple customers claimed the Kirkland vodka tasted like, like a vitamin or a multivitamin. Oh, really? That's interesting. Costco said there's no food safety issue here, so it is okay to drink, but they admit that it did not meet their quality expectations, whatever that means. There's no word on what happened, but someone online who claims to be an employee says the vodka actually got tainted by a bit of rum. Oh, so uh, that's why it got a little bit of that flavor to that it. Vitamin E, vitamin E, yeah. They I'm say just envisioning the, like those little packets that you put in stuff. That's what it tasted like. Oh, yeah. They but, say the vodka was put into a container that previously held rum and it wasn't completely cleaned between uses like it should have been. And that's why it, it left a very slight sort of almost oh, aftertaste. Nice. In any event, Costco has listed the lot numbers online for the affected vodka along with the dates it was on the shelves, which was between June 12th and August 10th. They're offering refunds to anyone who can show that they had one of the tainted bottles. They've already sent emails to members who bought Kirkland Vodka with more information. But again... Uh, if you did have it and you did drink it or you are in the middle of drinking it, it's totally safe. Maybe just use it for some Long Island iced teas because isn't that rum and, uh, and vodka mixed with something else? Yeah, tequila. with like a bunch of different liquors. It's like everything. And a splash of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> like you need that for coloring, right? <laughs> or if you don't mind the vitamin flavor, you can keep the bottle as a prop yeah. for a boomer joke about taking my medicine. <laughs> <laughs> What were you going to say, Fruji? I was going to say most people mix it with something anyway, don't they? Like vodka juices, vodka, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Gatorade. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? What else? This guy, okay, so they say lightning never strikes twice. Try to tell that to this guy who got struck himself twice within five minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm. How? Or so the internet says. I don't know. There's an unconfirmed report that apparently started on Chinese social media claiming that a guy in China was struck by lightning twice last month within a five-minute period. According to the story, he was outside his home during a thunderstorm when he was struck. He saw white light before losing consciousness and falling to the ground. And then before he realized what what had happened, he was struck again. Oh, my gosh. So his family oh. called for an ambulance. He was rushed to the hospital. Was he, he was burned? He, yes, treated oh. for third-degree burns on his feet, waist, and buttocks. Oh, my goodness. But miraculously, he will be okay. There are some photos of the guy online, but no major sources have been able to confirm the story. And the complicated thing is this happening in China. Because if it would have happened in the U.S., this guy would have been on The View by now. So mm-hmm. uh, that's all I can tell you. That's insane. Now, wow. And I should also mention, too, there was a story about something similar making the rounds years ago, and that one turned out to be a hoax. So oh. take it for what it's worth. 8.43. And uh, we got to take a break. We got Denise Johnson. She's standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. 
final look at traffic in the morning. Unless something breaks between now and this afternoon, Denise, what do we have? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.